The following is a hoop ball presentation. Yo, yo, welcome to another edition of Round Ball Ramble. I'm your host, Corbin Ford. You can find me on Twitter at CorbinNBA. There's a hoop ball presentation, so check out Hoop Ball on Twitter at Hoop Ball Tweets, online hoop-ball.com. By the time y'all listen to this, preseason will be underway. Uh, NBA season is just over two weeks away, and with that, it's fantasy basketball season. So to get ahead with all the events that we offer, our Hoop Ball Draft Guide, um, just our top 150, all of our podcasts, check it out, hoop-ball.com, on Twitter, at HoopBallTweets. One last thing before we get going, the NBA is back, and so is Manscaped. Uh, listen, Manscaped is just helping you clean yourself up. That's all I'm going to say. We all have our stories. I'm not going to share mine, but um, definitely make sure to check out <laughs> Manscaped. Um, with 20% off with our code HoopBall20, uh, 20% off with our code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Get your hands on just some tremendous products, uh, the Lawnmower 3.0, which I have used and I can testify is a very good product, as well as a whole bunch of other things in terms of uh, uh, self-care regimen that, you know, I wasn't aware of that are pretty good. So one more time, HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 to get that 20% off. All right, today. I am pumped. Listen, I've referenced this probably once every three shows, but I am a big fan of a game called Basketball GM, BBGM for short. And today I am hyped to have on the little creator, the person behind the entire thing, Jeremy Chef on. Uh, You can find him on Twitter at Basketball underscore GM. Uh, Before I go on, Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm pumped, man. I'm excited. Um, this is literally just like a, a long overdue moment. Something that hit me was like, wow, why didn't I think about this? And I literally had no idea. I was content to just tweet and retweet and talk about the game and be like, oh, you don't know what it is? Let me tell you. And not actually have, uh, reached out and see if you can come on the pod. So just to have this come together, this is a, uh, good moment for me, but real quick, um, can you share, I guess, just starting in uh, a little bit about your background what got you into basketball and maybe for those who aren't aware because there are some um i don't know how basketball fans but just kind of a little bit about basketball gm um i was gonna explain myself but we have the, the creator here i don't know why i would try yeah sure uh the basketball gm it's a video game you can play it in your web browser on you know on a phone or a computer any device you just go to basketballgm.com and you can try it out it's free you don't have to like you know, sign up for an account, you know, log in, you know, pay anything. Um, you can try it out right now. Um, and what the game is, is you are the manager of a basketball team, a pro basketball team. So you're in charge of, you know, who do you want to draft? What free agents do you want to sign? What trades do you want to make? What do you want your lineup to be? Um, and you have to manage the finances. You know, you can't spend too much money. Uh, you have to win enough games. Uh, to, you know, achieve whatever, uh, you know, whatever the owner of the team wants to achieve. Um, 
but you're, you're pretty much setting your own goals. You can come in and say, you know, I want to build a dynasty. You can come in and say, you know, I want to get some young player and just build a team around him and see, you know, how many championships I can get him to win. You can say, you know, I want to sign this free agent and, and see what happens. And uh, there's a ton of, like, you know, customization you can do. You can play around with stuff. You can, you know, say, you know, what if this happened? What if that happened? Uh, there's a lot there, but the core is, you know, you're running a basketball team. You're not, you know, playing the actual games of basketball. All that is simulated. It's just the management aspect of it. Definitely. That was, that's, that's, that was perfectly going in. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta say, I mean, when I first um, started touching on the game, this has been like, I want to say a couple of years now, but like, I wasn't as like, I was aware of it and I messed with it a little bit, but I hadn't really understood it in the way that I do, let's say over the last like two years or so where I played a little bit and, you know, simulated was like, Oh cool. And I would always get fired for three years. And I, I know why now <laughs> because I didn't worry about like, a, okay, this is going to sound really dumb, but like, um, it literally simulates a whole season on it's so many more customizations now and um improvements now than it was but even then it was a really fully fleshed out game i was just kind of uh, a numb nugget on it because i would go and you know find a team i wanted um whatever team uh closely approximated the lakers and then i would like simulate but when it came to free agency you know i was already a rough team because i didn't like make trades that were conducive to like success on the court i was like it's uh-huh. fine we'll rebuild through free agency well you know if you're a bad team just like in the nba naturally free agents aren't you know exactly rushing to pound down your door to sign so then i wouldn't get those free agents um i didn't read the manual so i'm like oh he's a 47 he'll be fine wait he regressed to a 39 what happened tried out another losing season didn't think about fixing the finances um and then shown the door and i'm like what happened one day one day i said you know what let's like actually try to like understand this game and that was the first year i went 69 and 13 and what a memorable season that was but anyway i had to share that um, jeremy just about you when you go into a game like mm-hmm. this that is i mean it's an nba it's a basketball junkies dream i i tell people because like you first get started like oh you know the first thing that goes to mind is like 2k and lily that's about it in terms of simulations that like immediately stand out but once Every person I've told that is like really deep in the basketball weeds, proverbial as I am, as soon as they get started, like there's so much to dig into. Like you said, the, the customizations, the level of detail, um, it, it really speaks out to that fan in that way. And so in my mind, uh, this kind of led me to wonder about you in terms of your background and what got you into basketball and how from such a undertaking as this, that you're continually like going into um, and your love of the sport, kind of where do those two meet? Uh, in the way that brought us this game. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when I was a kid, I loved like all sports, you know, like playing sports, watching sports, reading about sports, like just, you know, everything, which is, you know, a lot of kids are like that. Yeah. Um, and basketball in particular, honestly, it's probably just happened because I'm tall. Like I'm 6'3". Oh, wow. um, and like I was always, you know, the tallest kid in, in my grade in school growing up. Um, like I'm, I'm six three now. I was also six three in seventh grade. Whoa! Um, yeah. So I, back then, I remember you know reading some article about like the, you know the NBA centers and like how old they were at a certain age, and I was thinking like, oh man, like you know I could I could turn out like Shaq or something. Like I could be seven feet. Like so, yeah, it, it didn't happen. I didn't, I didn't grow anymore after that. Oh no! But um, yeah, because of that, like basketball was you know the sport I was the best at. So then. You know, you're good at playing it. You know, it's like a feedback loop. Uh, you get into it more. 
and yeah, it eventually just became my favorite sport. That is cool. That is cool. I definitely feel the pain of like, wow, you know, I'm already this at this height. Well, the sky's the limit. And then you're like, no, actually, yeah. the, limit, the limit is here. <laughs> yeah, it was really rough because like in seventh grade, I'm 6'3". So I'm on, like the, I'm on the school basketball team and, you know, I have a height advantage in pretty much every matchup. So, like, that's, that's nice. You know, I was doing some things back in seventh grade and eighth grade and ninth grade, but then eventually everybody's catching up. And then by the time, um, you know, when I was playing varsity in high school, it was the opposite. Now I was at a size disadvantage every matchup. So oh, like, man. that's hard. That's a lot harder. <laughs> I can only imagine not only doing that, but like, especially when you're expecting to like continue to like, at least even it out, you know, you went from, okay, I'm here to, whoa, wait a second. Where is this coming from? Yeah. And then you would see like some of the same guys every year and like every year, like they're getting a little bigger, they're getting a little bigger and I'm just, I'm not. Oh man. Oh yeah. I I get you, man. This is a high school same. I'm six foot one. Um, I remember being six feet and going, wow, the small forward isn't that out the realm, you know, six, four, six, five. And then now, you know, you just give him a block shot at the YMCA. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a guard. <laughs> That's a lot of fun, though, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, listen, for, I mean, pro basketball, who knows what kind of career would have spawned if you went to, like, seven. Two. We would never not have this game. So I have to look at the silver yeah. lining of this more than likely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, going back to that, um, I, I tell you I'm a fan of the game. I mean, you know, but, like, you have so many of uh, who are, um, I mean, I'm not even the biggest Reddit user, but like the whole, like re- the way you, you, you communicate a lot with like fans and people on the game is through Reddit. And it's just this ever growing, just community there. Um, I, I got to ask about the inspiration to kind of help spark the idea because I'm like, I'm sure other people are interested as well in terms of, wow, I, mean, I love basketball the same there. I don't have, I mean, I don't have like the background there, but also like I'm going to set out to do something that speaks to my own love of the game, but will more than likely connect with others in, in, in such a way that it has. I, I'm i very curious as to kind of like what kind of led you to um, pursuing that. Uh, when I was a kid, I had played another video game. It's called Baseball Mogul. And actually it's, it's still out there. So if anyone's a baseball fan, you might want to check that out too. It's... Um, it's like still being updated today. Um, but you know, that game is pretty similar to basketball GM in that, you know, you're running a baseball team and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, and so when I was playing that, you know, I was just like, wow, like, this is really cool. Um, I never, you know, it's, it's really neat to be able to run a team. And, you know, I like that part. I like that game. I like that idea. And, you know, whatever, you know, franchise mode might be in some, uh, in, you know, like Madden or 2K or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just not as good. It's just not the same thing. Like, baseball local was, like, way beyond, you know, any other, you know, simulation game or sports simulation game I played. So then I had this, you know, in my head, I was like, well, it'd be cool if that existed for basketball, too, because, you know, basketball is my favorite sport. So I'd rather do the same thing for basketball than baseball, but it kind of didn't really exist back then. Um, you know, I, you could play 2K and do the management mode there, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever it was, I forget what it was called back then, but I think it, like, oh, named so it a few times. Yeah. But yeah, but like, it, it, yeah, it, I'm talk, this is like, you know, 15 years ago I'm talking about, so like, I'm not commenting on it today. I haven't even played 2K um, in a while. Um same. But yeah, back then it would really annoy me. There's so many like glitches and like the bad UI and I don't, it, it, unrealistic stats, unrealistic things happening. Just 
poor gameplay. I really didn't like the franchise mode, but that was all that was out there. So I had this idea in my head for a long time of, you know, somebody should make a basketball game that's like baseball mobile. And at the time, you know, I thought, well, it'd be cool if I could do that, but like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not good enough. Like, I don't know. I don't know. How, I, don't, I don't even know how to get started. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, so the idea was just kind of sitting in my head for, for years until eventually I just felt like, you know, I've been, you know, I know a little bit of programming now. I can do a thing or two. You know, maybe I could, maybe I could do this project. Maybe I could come up with something and I, you know, gave it a try and, kind of gradually it evolved into what it is today. Um, but yeah, it's very, very heavily inspired by baseball mobile, um, wow. which is a very cool game. That is cool. I mean, especially that you take something that, you know, may impact on you growing up and you go, you know what, this is what I can use to model uh, essentially a, a fan's project, you know, and, and see where it goes. And yeah, now I'm going to check that. I'm not even a baseball guy in that way. I used to be like slightly interested in it, like in terms of reading, but there was so much. It's funny that yeah. you bring it up in terms of statistics and the level of detail. I'm like, okay, like basketball has definitely grown in its own way into something like that. But even from like Bill James and, and such, like baseball is just so deep in it that I'm like, I'll get lost in in, in, in the weeds real quick on that. So, yeah, that, that's that's definitely true. Like there's, there's, there's something different about baseball. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but that is really neat, and now, now I gotta check it out because um I am intrigued by that. But yeah, this game comes out, and you know, like you said, it's it's something that we just as as a community haven't had. Um, don't see there, you know, there's been other like similar type of games, but nowhere near the level of detail or just regular continuity as as this game here. And so I kind of want to go into the process of okay, you get the game out. You know, I know you've had this out for a while now. Like it's it's really caught on. I I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself and saying over the last like five or six years but like you've had it out for almost a decade plus is that correct yeah like the the, the very first version i released in 2008 so i guess that's 13 years ago mm-hmm. but like it was very primitive um and there's probably like five people tried it back then like, <laughs> like basically no one no no one used it and no one knew it existed um and then it was kind of like an on and off again project i was working on then didn't make a huge amount of progress until uh, like 2012 I, is, is, is basically when like the current version started when, and I've been pretty much continuously working on it since 2012. And then like 2013 was uh, when it got its first, like, you know, some people were using it, like, you know, more than like five people. And it was, it was basically because I posted on, uh, I posted it on uh, the NBA subreddit and a lot of people found it there. And that was, you know, that was where I found my initial uh, user base from. And that's why, like you mentioned before, there's like a big community on Reddit. And that's why, because um, a lot of people found it from Reddit in the first place. So then they're going to talk about it on Reddit too. Got you. Got you. Definitely. And yeah, I see it all the time. Like you said, just a lot of um, love and interaction there. And you're always in there too, contributing like and changing feedback, which is really cool to see. And I, I guess it goes into... Um, kind of how do you continue to update this game um, based on feedback? Because, I mean, like I said, you're always on Twitter, on Reddit, just kind of interacting and, and getting that. And I know, like, for example, there was um, a community already that were, you know, when you first come in the game, it's all 
um, you know, it's 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 it's, it's um like made up characters. At least it, it still is available now. But like made up characters, you come in, you just kind of simulate, you know, a roster and go from there. Tens, hundreds, you know, thousands of years. Uh, my friend Justin's in like year four thousand. I don't know, it's something crazy. But like, <laughs> you know, it was cool for me. But I always was like, okay, how would I, being just an NBA junkie specifically, take you know the nineteen ninety three Orlando Magic? draft Chris Webber instead of Shaq, you know, draft Chris Webber instead of Penny Hardaway, trade Shaq to get another pick. Like, I've always had my brain work in that circle, like the great NBA what if. So then, um, I want to say last year, um, when you uh, gave the ability to use, like, real rosters um, and, like, built into the game, because it was always available, I want to say, for a couple of years now, um, I know there was some great um, rosters that were uh, available. I think uh, one mod, I think Alex Noob, if I remember, but, like, great mods that were um available for you to like add rosters and i did that for years um but then when it was built into the game and you know expansion everything built in that that had me for life so like uh, how do you um kind of incorporate feedback from i'm sure you get a lot um from folks you know that you interact with and say okay this is on a checklist of what i want to build in the game um like what's your process there um yeah like, i think it like in, in the early days, like I said before, like how hard did anyone using the game? So like in the early days, like if anybody told me anything, it was like a big deal. Um, and I, just, I think I just kind of tried to keep that mindset that like, you know, it matters what people say or I like that I, I should care what people think about it. Or, um, and but there, you know, there's 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 there is a trade off of like, you know, I can't do literally everything that somebody suggests because well I might think it's a bad idea or I might think it's you know maybe not that interesting um but then at times also like I will do things just because people ask me to like one of those was um like when I added uh, jersey numbers to the game and it was basically because some people were asking me like over and over again like can you add jersey numbers can you add jersey numbers um and my answer was always like I don't really care about jersey numbers because like when i watch like any sport like they just don't register for like my brain doesn't work that way like i could tell you like you know three nba players jersey numbers maybe and like like that's it like, i just i just don't notice it so i'm like you know who cares if it's in the game but mm. other people do notice it so then eventually i was like you know fine i'll put in the jersey numbers it doesn't make the game any worse um you know it's like neutral for me but these other people will like it so you know that's so, so you know that's good enough um so stuff like that does happen but there's definitely other cases where you know i will not do something because i'm like you know that might actually make the game worse um but then you were asked you know when, when you talk about the uh, rosters with real players in it so like yeah like people were making rosters before like there was you know for a long time there's been a feature you can upload you know a custom roster um, and the rosters in the game now are actually based on the stuff that they were doing. The you know the kind of like third party uh, you know roster makers. So yeah, like you said, Alex Noob is the guy who was making like the current day rosters. And so the current you know the current day rosters in basketball GM now are based on what he does. He was you know kind enough to let me use that in the game. But then the historical rosters are a little trickier because you know there's a lot of players. You know. Like when Alex Noob does it, like I think he's he's basically just doing it by hand. Um, but if you wanted to do every season in history by hand, that's kind of too much for one person to do. Um, not 
not really realistic. So, but then uh, what uh, another user uh, came up with uh, that the username online is uh, Nikki Dobe, like N I C I D O B. Oh, he yes. got, like, Twitter and stuff too. Yes, he, he's actually made a few pretty cool contributions to the game. But one thing he did was uh, he built a uh, you know machine learning thing that would generate basketball GM ratings from real player stats. And he made that to generate historical rosters. Um, but it was limited in some ways because, yeah, like there was no concept of, you know, expansion teams and there was no concept of, well, you know, three pointers are going to get more common later, you know, as you go on. And, you know, if you go back far enough, they didn't exist at all. Like those weren't features in the game. So he was limited in what he could do. Mm-hmm. So again, like he was, you know, gracious enough to let me, you know, kind of use some of his ideas that, that he had come up with. And so I, I, I kind of took what he was doing, added some features to the game to support, you know, play styles of, you know, the old fashioned, uh, you, know, you know, how the league used to be and built that into the game. So it's the, the way those uh, historical ratings are generated are pretty similar to, to what he did uh, initially. Um, and, you know, maybe I would have gotten to the point of doing all this stuff without the help of, of those two guys, but, you know, I, it might have taken a lot longer. Um, so, yeah, very... Very, very grateful for the, for the community and people come up with some some very cool stuff. That is definitely cool, and like you said, the fact that you um take impact not only just in not only just feedback from the community, but in this case, like actual contributions from them to kind of help this project go along. You know, it's like the level of hey, I'd like to see this in the game, and the possibility that hey, you know, the actual creator might not only take your feedback and make it, but like work with you in terms of like, okay, how do you yeah. want to do this and. Um, even down to the numbers, which I think only adds another level of like depth to it, you know, especially when it yeah. comes to historical teams. I love that personally. Yeah. And by the way, to, to go even further about um, this, like, you know, working with other people, if anyone listening to this is a programmer, um, if you hop on to GitHub um, or, you know, follow a link from, there's a link on Basketball GM, all my source code is available. Um, it is not open source, like, you can't do anything with it. You know, there's a license that says what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can do, is, you know, if there's an improvement you want to see in the game, you can do it. You can play your own version of the game um, with your change in it. And you can send the change to me and see if, you know, we can get it into the game. And, you know, a number of people have done that over the years, too. And usually for, you know, relatively small things. But, um, you know, it's out there, um, which I, I think is, a, is, is, uh, is pretty neat. Yeah. I'll say I totally agree. Like, wow, like customize it yourself and submit it and see what happens. That is that is really, really cool. Um, so like any future ideas for additions um to the games you have in mind? I know that you just recently added All-Star Weekend, which has been like really kind of fun. At first when I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like I never thought of it. You know, like all, the yeah. fact that you can like sim to All-Star Weekend in the game, you know, able to have your or sim to All-Star game, and then you can like do the drafting. I just use the sim to All-Star game, see if one of my guys made the team. And mm-hmm. then if they did, then I might play it out. If they didn't, I'll just go to the playoffs or you know, skip another week or so, whatever the case may be. But yeah. I'll always find myself going to all-star events. Um, and in, in, in this case, y'all, it's um like a, a text-based dunk contest, three-point shootout. And then, of course, the All-Star game. And the dunk yeah. contest, can you go into it for, before I even finish the question, I need you to go into it for a second. Because, like, it's for me to explain it wouldn't do it justice, but it is really kind of fun. Like, I've had a lot of fun trying yeah. to mess around with that. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of an absurd thing. Because, <laughs> like, what, like, what is the point of a text-based dunk contest? Like, it says, you know, a player, you know, did a 360 between the legs. It just 
writes some text that says the player did that. It's like, you know, it's who cares? Like it's it's strange, but like it's kind of, but it's kind of cool. Like it's kind of silly. It's kind of fun. Um, honestly, the, the really cool thing about the dunk contest that I absolutely love mm-hmm. is that the players have enough intelligence built in to you know how how you know the code works that they know the score they need to make it to the next round. So, you know, if, you know, the other guy like misses his dunk and then the last guy's up and, you know, it's, you know, he, any score will win. Like, he don't, you know, as long as he makes a dunk, he gets to the next round. He will just go do like a normal dunk. You know, he won't try anything crazy. Yeah. He'll get his, you know, very low score and move on to the next round. But then if, he, if he's like, I need to get a 50 or, you know, I'm going to lose, he's going to, you know, try to do like, you know, a 720 or something or something crazy. Um, so it's just, it's 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 very silly like none of this impacts you know the real game but it's it's fun no that is fun exactly like you said i've lost a couple of dunk contests now where i went extreme and then you know just like the real one you mess up the first dunk you mess up the second one last dunk okay like forget Mm -hmm. that you know i'm not gonna get the the 360 over um Muggsy Bogues. I'm just going to have to go straight up with like a, a dunk from the free throw line or something like that. And you get the points, but at that point, some of it's been factored in. You know, I got a 34. The guy knocks me out with a 50, and I'm like, wow. Like, it's the level of excitement in that. And like you said, you described it. I'm sure y'all listening, like, hmm, text-based dunk contest. All I got to say is check it out, y'all. Literally, like, Basketball GM, Google that. Go on, if you have Android, App Store, Basketball GM, try it for yourself and, and then come at me, because like, it is literally so exciting. But... Um, going back to that, okay, this is where I make my personal plea to you, Jeremy, because yeah. I am a big, I am a guy who, you know, I've, the day job, you know, working, I work at a library, right? So mm-hmm. I am addicted to the game, but I'm not able to play, obviously, today, you know, responsibilities work, whatever the case may be, which makes sense. But yeah. I have a little, like, it's a cheap, not even little phone I use to kind of play the app version on, like, just exclusively that, because it's something that I love, I could just start, stop, and just continue for, like, a while, right? Mm-hmm. I am wondering, have you, and I've seen you've gotten there enough that it's been a question um, on, on, like, on your frequently asked questions, which is a great feature, by the way, as well. It kind of saves the, the work of adding to, you know, just the mass of, um, like, the same type of question. But, like, mm-hmm. in terms of, and you do make, you have an app version of it, um, an yeah. app of Basketball GM that just came out, I want to say, like, over this past summer um, for Android users. Has there been a thought about doing one that doesn't, like you can update it with the internet and everything, but just kind of runs on its own. Like mine, I realized from what I've done is that I can, and I just found this out this year because I was slow to the curve is that, yeah, you don't actually have to have internet access to like play the game, but like you do need to have it to start new series or new like real player leagues. Has there been like a thought to like, do like just a, just the same thing and nothing different, just not having to rely on updating on that in that way. It's Yes, like the answer for like why things work, how they work, it's like you know you can get into like some technical weeds here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's not you know ideally if everything is working as it should, mm-hmm. the whole game loads the first time you go to the website, and then you never need to be online again unless it's to update a new version. Of course. However, there are situations where. Um, you know, if you're like, if the browser thinks you're running low on disk space or something, it might, mm-hmm. you know, it might delete something and, and then, you know, you do need to go online again. It's not ideal. Um, but 
the, the reason that I'm doing things this way is to uh, maximally share the same code for every device. So like if, if everything is running in the web browser. Um, and so the, basically the most I can leverage, you know, the game is running in a web browser, the easier it is for me, um, the more efficient it is for me, you know, the less problems there's going to be with like different versions in different places, the less extra work I have to do to make different versions for different devices. Um, and, you know, the web, you know, there is evolving technology to support apps like this that run offline. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not 100% there yet. There's still things that need that should be improved. Um, and, you know, gradually they are going to improve. But, um, yeah, I know, I, know, I know it's not ideal, but it's also better than it used to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do hear you. And that part of me thinks, well, you know, I could put in like a little extra work and I can make, you know, apps for, you know, Apple and Google that, you know, completely work offline with 100% reliability instead of with, you know, like 95% reliability or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, 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 you know, it comes down to like how much effort do you want to put in towards doing that versus doing something else and then, uh, you know, maintaining it in the future. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, do, I do hear you. Like I know those, you know, it's, it's not perfect right now. Oh no 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 and don't and, and please yeah don't don't enter I am so grateful just to have it this is just my my own chance to uh to put my own entry of the list and I was definitely not going to pass that up so yeah I will tell you this right now the minute if that ever gets done like the basketball GM fan club is literally going to be started by myself I I, I will I will probably even dedicate a whole pod to it like that, that I just want I just want to let you know that right now sir but I do I mean obviously the the fact that you keep making additions and I mean, you even made the app for, I mean, it shows that you're listening in there and just for myself, because I can do that. I greatly appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah. from others, have you heard anything kind of rather, not even, I don't want to say outlandish because like, I don't want to disrespect anyone who has ideas. I think they're all great. But have you heard like any ideas? You're like, oh, um, yeah, that's interesting. But like, uh, let's pause on that. Or like any other ideas that you're like, mm, okay, you know what? I might add it. Like in terms of just the amount of feedback that you get, um, what have you been thinking about? Is it kind of one of those things where it's like a, a flow at like a, I'm forgetting the word now that I can use, but like a stream of consciousness. There you go. Yeah. Like you're just, oh, I'm just going to add this thing kind of organically. Do you have like a checklist that you're looking at? I mean, I'm sure there's no lack of ideas to continue to update the game that you're told or continue to make the game even better than it already is. So I'm interested by that. Yeah, definitely. One, one of the things that I've learned making this game is that like it's never done. Like there's always <laughs> something else that can be added. You know, up until, you know, I, I, I guess until the point that it simulates literally everything about being a basketball player, being a basketball team. I really have to be like an artificial intelligence that like takes over the world or something. And then, and then it's done. Ultron. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like people make suggestions all the time. I have tons of ideas on my own that I would like to do. I have like a giant list of things I would like to add to the game. That's just it's like no matter how much I work on it and how many things I check off my list, it's always growing faster than I can check things off. Um, So in terms of like what I decide to to work on, it's whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever strikes me as a good idea in the moment. Um, I I don't have much of like, you know, planning ahead. Um, You know, whenever I do something, I, you know, release an update, like as soon as as it's done. Um, So I don't have any like, 
you know, huge plans that are like definitely going to happen. There's a lot of things that, you know, I would like to do. Um, and yeah, like I said, right now what I'm working on is um, actually not even basketball GM, it's football GM, which is, wow. you know, similar, similar game based on the same engine, same idea, but for football, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, rewriting how some of the football simulation works to handle uh, weird penalty situations like you know what happens if there's a penalty on the offense and then a turnover and then a penalty on the defense and you know things like that um was not handled correctly previously so like that, that's what i'm working on now um I, I guess maybe it's football season and you know the nfl started up and you know, i feel like i have to do some football thing um but there's you know there's there's, there's just so many like huge things that would be cool to do in the future like um people suggest like a player career mode like uh, you know like a my career type thing where you could have some control over like an individual player um and maybe you get to pick and choose something about his development and his you know free agency decisions and stuff like that could be cool um having multiple leagues in the same save would be cool like if you had you know the american league and european league and the chinese league and you know stuff like that all in one save um would be really cool um up in college as well um in the same save that'd be fun um a multiplayer version would be cool so like people do uh multiplayer leagues now um where yeah it's a single player game but they need to play in a multiplayer game it basically means one person has to actually play it and everybody else you know coordinates with them somehow like a lot of people would make like a discord server for it and you know, then you'll have like one person running each team and, you know, you'll just like over text, you know, over the chat, agree, you know, I want to sign this guy, I want to make this trade. And then the one person actually playing the game will go and do it. Um, but it, you know, it would be cool if, you know, you could have all that built in, you know, and the same, you know, very, very similar to how, you know, fantasy sports exists now, where, you know, you do it all through the website. Um, so like, that would be really cool. But, um, you know, yeah, some of these things are, you know, not the easiest thing to do. So, <laughs> you know, maybe someday we're going to get there. Definitely. Well, integration. Like you said, I've been a part of a few of the, the, the leagues in that way and had a lot of fun with it, too, where you're like, oh, you know, everyone uh-huh. comes together. It's a community aspect to it. Um, definitely kind of fun to kind of get the updates to your roster, see where you rank and go from there. And, you know, the Discord or whatever the case may be stacked with trade requests with others. Definitely a lot of fun. Um, I, I highly recommend that as well. But um, I guess... Uh, I, and you kind of ex- go into this a little bit with football GM, but you have a site called Zen GM. Um, can you share a little bit about what content you have there? And obviously being more than just as good a game as this is basketball GM. Yeah. So, yeah, so right now I have three games that I'm working on. I have basketball GM, I have football GM, and I have Zen GM hockey. And the hockey one has a different name because uh, hockeygm.com was already taken. Oh, wow. So I, I, needed to, I, need, I needed some other uh, name for it and, I figured at this point I need like some kind of, you know, brand for 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 for, for my games because yeah, like originally I just had basketball GM and so if basketball GM is basketball GM, you know that's what it's called. Yeah. And then I made football GM like a couple of years ago, and then you know when I was talking about it, I'd say I would just call it like basketball GM and football GM, and it's like that's it's kind of a mouthful. Um, and then yeah, by the time I made hockey, then it's just okay. Like I need I need something that I call these things. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I kind of rebranded it to say like ZenGM is like, you know, the parent company of, you know, that makes these three games, but yeah, I mean, still, it's just me. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you go, you can go to ZenGM.com. It has links to 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 all those games. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check out some other ones. I I gravitate, like I said, that's one of my favorite ones. So I go back to that. But like you said, it is football season. Might as well get behind the world, give it a whirl, and kind of see how that works as well. Um, yeah. That would be a lot of fun for sure. Um, so I, I, I guess putting on your spot, um, obviously, you know, people, 2K is a big thing. I love 2K growing up um, for the same reason that I love basketball GM. The gameplay was actually almost secondary to me to building the team the way I wanted to. Going through the offseason, I had this little rule I would do where I'd go to basketball, I'd go to um, NBA 2K, whatever. I would simulate a whole year, not make any changes. And then that next year, I would start making changes. I'm probably not playing a game to like year three, but I've already gone through like an offseason with trades I want to do and drafting my own little rules. Like that was what that was my singular focus to it. And over time, you know, I just felt the improvements weren't being like done the way I wanted to or done at all. And I kind of lost interest in that way. But like, that's kind of the one game I describe basketball GM to and It's not a perfect exact comparison, but there really isn't just because there isn't really a whole lot of basketball games on the market, especially with NBA live, you know, buying the dust like years ago. So like with that being said, uh, 2k obviously gets a lot of, you know, it's a polarizing game. How would you, as someone who obviously has now has experience, not only as a basketball fan, but also someone who's like literally made a game. How would you kind of look to like fixing uh, 2K just on the basketball landscape and and when you did play what edition was the best to you I know it's been a while for you and myself as well but I am curious yeah. as to which year you were like wow that was actually kind of fun yeah so yeah so yeah, like I said before I haven't played it in a while so like I'm, I'm not the best person to assess what the problems are with it now um, <laughs> but, but um you know so I think part of the reason why I haven't played it in a while is because I made basketball GM, so like if I want to do basketball management, like I like my game better. <laughs> you know, I made it, I, originally I made it. I made it to be the game I wanted to play. Um, so like, I don't have to play two Ks, you know, management mode anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you know the actual you know basketball part of two K. Um, like yeah, like I used to play that. Um, I, th- I just I, at some point we just felt like it was you know been there done that like it's just it's, it was like repetitive enough and. It was like, I don't know, I spent enough time playing the, you know, the basketball video game. Uh, maybe I'll get back into it at some point. I probably will at some point. But, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm not, like, itching to play, you know, 2K right now. Um, but, yeah, but, like, for, you know, nostalgia, like, I, like, I remember, like, the original 2K on, uh, on Dreamcast, like, um, and, you know, that was, like, that was, like, groundbreaking when that game came out. It was just it was just like before that, you know, every basketball game, it was kind of, you know, I think like the technology wasn't quite, quite there to make like a real 3D basketball game that actually felt like, you know, a real game of basketball. But man, like that original 2K, that was, that was really cool. Um, wow. That, yeah, that is cool. I didn't even, <laughs> the Dreamcast days, that was, yeah, before, I was even, I was aware, like, I was around about the yeah. during that, but I didn't even really come to 2K until way later, so that's kind of cool. For me, um, I, it was 2K13. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it was a perfect match between, like, I don't like the shot meter, and never did. Like, once they brought the shot meter, I stopped playing, so it's been since 2015. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just not been, yeah, exactly. So it's been, it's been that, um, You've, I've had, um, like, the whole, the way the game worked, the way that the logic and the trades worked, it was still a perfect mix for me of understanding. But, yeah, now I'm, I'm like I said, I'm on my basketball GM. I, like I said, it's that's kind of where the game is at, and 
um, as far as scratching that itch of a, of a management mode. And so really enjoy yeah. that. But um, and the other thing about uh, about 2K these days and a lot of other games mm-hmm. is how they put in like the virtual currency and the microtransactions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- I really don't like that stuff. I, really, I mean, nobody likes it, you know, oh. but like, so, like, that's, that stuff really bothers me. Like, because, like, I felt like, you know, you know, 15, 20 years ago, if somebody's making a video game, they're trying to make, you know, the best game they can. Yes. And everything is about, like, you know, let me make the game as fun as possible. Somebody buys the game. I want them to have the most fun with it that they can. Whereas now it's kind of like, I want them to have, like, a little bit of fun, but, like, not too much. Like, if they want to have more fun, they got to pay. Um, and, you know, it just kind of, like, spoils a lot of stuff. And, like, I understand why they do it, because, you know, it's a company, they got to make money. Um, and I'm sure they make more money doing that. But, like, it really, it, it, it really turns me off from, uh, from, like, thinking about getting back into 2K or something like that. No, most definitely. In fact, I was going to touch on that just in terms of um, the, your game and, and, and how you're a little different that way. But I 100% agree, like, the, the way that the game is, and, and this is most games in general, not just picking on 2K, but 2K just more specifically because they've leaned into it and are unapologetic in that way. It's like, oh, it went from, you know, here's the $7 for the standard version of the game, and, you know, for additional content, you do XYZ, and now here's $7 for the standard game, and for more content that you actually used to have as part of the game, you can get XYZ. Um, and so it is a little different now in terms of, yeah, just it's, it's a constantly evolving type of game that, um, only serves to, you know, take more and more of your currency in exchange for a more fuller version of the game you expected when you originally bought it. So I'm definitely with you on that for sure. Um, but going back to, of course, uh, the superior product here, in my opinion, um, what is kind of the future of Basketball Gym? You kind of teased about just the list of things you have. I mean, I know that you've um, recently kind of worked on that full time now. So that's really kind of cool to be able to just like kind of focus on that and other games and improving the product and you know giving us fans something that we definitely enjoy so um where do you kind of see this a little projecting of course but like um looking forward kind of you know during this season and 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 moving on kind of basketball gm going into yeah so yeah so yeah it's true like this is my full-time job now which is like it's completely insane like i was, <laughs> I was not expecting this to happen when i started um but yeah like most of the time i would but, you know, when I started making basketball jam and then continued improving it, you know, like I was either, you know, in school or, you know, had a, had a full-time job. And, yeah, like last, that changed, yeah, not last year, earlier this year when that changed, I, I quit my job and I'm doing, uh, doing the video game business full-time. Um, so, you know, hopefully that will be good for uh, the pace of development. Uh, but in terms of, you know, where things go in the future, like, it could go a lot of different ways, but I feel like it's probably just going to be, like, more of the same. It'll probably just be more, you know, gradual improvements. Like, I'm probably not the guy who's going to, like, you know, make, you know, some huge tech startup and get funding and hire people and, you know, whatever. Like, it just, it's, you know, it doesn't sound fun to me. Like, I, I really like actually making the game and, you know, doing doing all the programming knowing how everything fits together and every part of the game works. And yeah, like, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little related to what I said about 2K before. So, you know, like, why is, you know, why are they adding microtransactions all over the place? Like, it's a popular game. They're making money. Why do they need to do more? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't they be content with just, you know, making the best basketball game? Why does it always need to be more? And the answer is because it's a corporation, because they have employees, they have investors, 
and you know you have to make money for them you know if you don't make enough money then people aren't going to be happy you know your investors are going to lose money um you might have to fire some of your employees um you know that's not good you know other people are depending on you you know whoever is you know the guy running 2k or the guy in charge of it you know a lot of other people are depending on him him or her to you know make as much money as possible and as long as i'm kind of just doing this on my own and i'm working on it by myself i don't really have to answer to anybody and you know i don't have to you know ruthlessly make it as you know profitable or popular as it needs to be i can you know it's okay for me to say well you know this is what i want the game to be and you know it's enough for me and that's good enough Definitely, definitely. And that is kind of cool and liberating in that way to just be able to, hey, you just focus on the product, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of pure in that way that, you know, it's for the fans, it's for yourself, and you can not have to have any other mitigating factors to take into consideration that might be to the detriment of the product. So I'm, I'm definitely 100% on board with that, sir. Um, keep doing it. Like, I'm, I'm there. Um, Jeremy, thank you. Just before we kind of close here to this part, um, where can we not only kind of find you obviously on, on Twitter, y'all at basketball underscore GM, I'll share it again at the very end, but like mm-hmm. more importantly, kind of support your work. And, and, and of course, not only the games you're doing, but anything you may do in the future, because I definitely think that's important that if you like content from, um, you know, content creators that you support them and, and, and show that without just lip service. So like where can, you know, listen to this show and people who are interested and obviously fans already kind of know, but where can we kind of help out there? I could just go to go to zengm.com, z-e-n-g-m.com, and at there, there's links to all you know all the games I have. Anything I make in the future, you know, related to this will go there. Also has links to social media accounts, and um, yeah, probably like Reddit and Discord are probably the most uh, active places. Uh, you know, Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I mean, if anybody, you know, if anybody, you know, wants any more of me personally like not related to the video game like i you know I, I, you, you know you can you can you can poke around on google you can find stuff like i probably don't need to you know promote things here but like yeah like i do have other stuff online but you know not really relevant and probably no one would care <laughs> I, I feel you man for sure i still think it's definitely an opportunity for sure there and definitely appreciate that man but um as we close out on the basketball gym portion, I have to ask you as a, as a first-time guest, I, I've been uh-huh. trying to do this for everyone, and, and being a basketball fan, I think this is even more fun, but, like, who are your top five all-time favorite players? And this could be just in general. Um, you know, it's not, like, five best, just five favorite ones that you loved watching. Um, I call it the Hoop Vibe Squad, but yeah. I kind of think that in doing this, I, and maybe it's just me trying to make a, a little thing bigger than it is in myself, but I found it a lot of fun to like ask us this and get an influence on, you know, whether their five favorite players are from a team they watch growing up or their five favorite players fit a type of style of play they enjoy watching or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, kind of what motivates that. I'm intrigued. And so I was definitely hyped from, I'm like, you know, I'm going to ask him this. I definitely want to hear, um, you're, you're top five. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, you told me you're going to ask this question, so I've been thinking about it, and it's it's a hard question because there's just yes. so many players. Um, <laughs> but I I, I I I I got a hoop five squad. I got a squad. Okay. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna start it with like a very easy choice that a lot of people would say, which is LeBron. There it is. Um, because I I I love his 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 passing, the court vision, the decision making. Um, 
and how he never, like, he never let people change him. Like, you know, back early in his career when he got so much criticism of, oh, you're scared to take the last shot, or, you know, you're never going to be like Kobe, you're never going to be a winner. He didn't change. He kept playing, you know, the way he thought the game should be played, um, and, you know, involving his teammates and trusting his teammates. And, yeah, and, yeah, and obviously he's just, you know, one of the most exciting players of all time to watch, um, and always has been. So, yeah, I got, I got to have a run on there. Um, and then, you know, probably a less common selection for number two. I'm going to go with uh, Ben Gordon. Oh. And we said Ben Gordon because uh, those Bulls teams he was on, like, 15 years ago, I, I really loved those teams. Like, I was a big fan of those teams. And, you know, he was, he was, he was my favorite player on those teams because he could just – he could really he could really get buckets. He could really score. Mm-hmm. Um, he had so many big shots clutch plays um yeah i i, I he was he was always fun to watch um that's cool and then we got another this is an, an, another guy i love to watch um uh luis scola and yeah some of this might be because he was the player that i would get the most comparisons to when i play pickup okay. um and some uh-huh. of that might be because of the hair um, <laughs> you had to kill a low post game too. Yeah, but yeah, that's the other that some of it is some of it's some of it's the post game. Like, okay. yeah, like I can I can score in the post too. I may not, you know, maybe not quite as good as score, but like, yeah, like I, I always I love watching uh, you know post scoring, um, which you know doesn't happen as much today as it used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, a guy like Scola who was doing a lot of post moves, you know, you know, not that long ago in the in, in the NBA. You know, I, I I I really enjoyed watching him, and yeah, like it was cool seeing him in the uh, in the Olympics recently too. That you know he's still out there doing it. Definitely. Um, and then a more a more modern post player, I'm gonna say is uh, Joel Embiid, because he's I mean he 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 does the most post scoring in the NBA now, and you know and I love to see it. It's it's it, it's great. Uh, he's got he's got a lot of moves down there. Um, I know he does other stuff too, but like you know that 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 that's pretty much what I, what I like to see when I'm watching him is I I, I want to see him working people in the post, um, and yeah, and I mean yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's just a great player overall, you know. I love the swagger, the confidence, you know. He's you know, he's an entertaining guy, and um, and he has Sixers on my local team. Like I I live like an hour outside of Philadelphia now. Um, wow. So yeah, gotta got, got, got go with the local guy, um, Embiid. And then for the fifth guy, I'm gonna say this is not gonna be a very balanced team if they all play together. So I'm gonna pick another big guy. Okay. You know, that's just my guy. I like the big guys. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tim Duncan because um, I just I, I just when when I, when I used to watch him, it just would always kind of amaze me how like how complete his, his game was that like whatever the defense was doing, if they were going to double him, not double him, if they're going to front the post by behind him, shade him one direction. It was like, he just like, didn't care. Like he would just, he would just say, okay, like I'll go to the counter move or I'll go, you know, whatever, whatever the defense leaves open, I'll take it. And like, it was never like flashy, but it was just like, you can't do anything about it. He's just, no matter what the defense does, he would just say, okay, you know, What's the best option? I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to, you know. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Whatever's available. Yeah. 
that that is cool. I, I like the fact that you have these guys that are all, I mean, they, they definitely trend to the bigger side for sure. Yeah. Um, but like all skilled, I, you have two, one, two, like a personal connection to you. Well, three in that way. One, like with fond basketball memories and then two guys, you just like admire just the way they play. I, I do like the way that team is assembled. That is, that is really neat. So we have LeBron, Ben Gordon, Luis Scola, Joel Embiid, and Tim Duncan. Yeah. I am, that, that's, a, that's an all vibe squad if I ever saw one. That is a whole vibe <laughs> squad for sure. Uh, Jeremy, thank you, man, so much for sharing your time here. Um, uh, again, you can follow him on Twitter at basketball GM, uh, basketball underscore GM. Also, listen, do yourselves a favor. I- I'm gonna keep plugging it. You're not gonna know what I mean, but check out basketball GM. Literally, Google it first thing that pops up usually. Um, on Google, uh, Google Play Store, check that as well. Uh, give it a run, y'all, and then definitely, you know, let let Jeremy know how it is. Let me know. I'm I'm I love just geeking out about it. Um, I have a bunch of friends who play that i always talk to just to get their stories and share some uh horrendous traits i am a basketball fan jeremy in like the worst way because i love like everything about the sport the history and everything but i also have like an ingrained way of doing things which is, like just getting all the shot inefficient shot chuckers on my team and we're going for broke and like you want to share all my five draft picks for 35 year old guess what we'll take that championship and deal with the consequences later like i <laughs> i get punished you know but i love it um it is a lot of fun and so i just had to Personally, not only thank you for your time, but just thank you for the game, man. It's it's it, it means a lot. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I, I want to thank you too for, for having me on the podcast. It's very cool. You know, it's not something that I commonly uh, get the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, and also, yeah, thank you for for your support on uh, and you know and being you know the <laughs> the biggest basketball GM fan on Twitter and like <laughs> retweeting like every every you know little mundane feature I add. You know, get, get, get a retweet from you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Oh, man. Thank you, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Definitely all, check it out. That's literally all I got to say. Basketball underscore GM for Mr. Jeremy Chef. Thank you, sir. Um, For myself, you can find me on Twitter at Corbin MBA. Hoopball on Twitter at Hoopball Tweets. Online hoop-ball.com. Uh, Manscaped, y'all. Check it out. The code for that, Hoopball20, H O O P. B-A-L-L-2-0. One more time, Hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Listen, Ramble Ramble, y'all, we are still um, doing off-season content, although the season is coming right around the corner. We still got team previews going on. I'm going to have division previews going on, so definitely a lot of content to stay tuned on. Um, But that'll do it for this episode. For Jeremy, for myself, we are Frosty. Y'all stay Frosty, and I will talk to y'all real, real soon. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.